0: Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Rant tonight. Tonight, since we're recording after the Ohio State uh, basketball game with Purdue, Purdue just stole a victory uh, on the road against ranked number 15 uh, Ohio State, and that was a uh, st- stressful game. Again, we just we just watched uh, the game. We're recording this just a few minutes after the after the final whistle. So. Huge game. Uh, a lot to, un- to unwrap here. And I don't know if you want to start or or if you want me to, to lead things off. Uh, yeah. I mean, the final score, six, 67-65. Again, Purdue wins. Come from behind.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, again, we knew this would be a very different game, right? Ohio State. In the first time, for sure. Yeah, got, got Washington back, and he balled out for them. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, managed... To not let the lead at any point get too bad, but at the same time, not going to go out and quite say we deserved it, oh, but man. hey, some, some great execution down the stretch, and uh, a little bit of luck goes a long way in a close
1: hey, game, right? Let's clarify here. When we say Purdue didn't deserve to win this game, if you were watching that game, Ohio State left the door wide open for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Both teams tried hard to lose, right? Towards the end, especially, it, I mean, Purdue could not hit a three to save their life, and then the opposite could be said of Ohio State. They their offense this game was almost exclusively via the three point shot, right? And that yeah. carried them along the way until the end, when you know they they couldn't really get a whole lot going. But there were some stretches where Purdue really looked a mess, right? They couldn't couldn't move the ball around. They couldn't get any good shots. They couldn't hit any shots that were open. They were fouling, turnovers, et cetera, et cetera. Stuff you'd expect from a young team. But, you know, it wasn't the prettiest one. A win is a win, of course, especially on the road and especially against a ranked team. So we will take it, no question. Right, Purdue now has a four-game win streak, I believe, and they get the season sweep on Ohio State, which is huge. And obviously, Ohio State missing um, what's it, CJ Walker in this game is, is a massive, massive, massive thing. But that um, seems like he's going to be out for right a longer it seemed like period they were of saying time. He's probably going to miss the remainder of the season, uh, from what I overheard on the broadcast. Uh, but for, again, Purdue dodged is a pretty big bullet having him miss this game. The first game, as we mentioned, they missed EJ Liddell. Um, they they had Dwayne Washington, and CJ Walker in that game. Missing EJ Liddell. This game they had EJ Liddell, but we're missing. Uh, CJ Walker. So again, so, Purdue injury prone season for them, but Purdue you know, definitely dodges ridges. a bullet in both games. Um but let's continue talking about this one in particular. Some things that we noticed just off the bat looking at the box store. So Purdue shot better from field than from three, right? By shot, a lot. Shot, yeah they shot like forty percent from the field and that's including five of twenty from three. Um Yeah, take away the threes. They, I mean, they made the last two three pointers, which is at least you like to see them. Yeah, so 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 Sasha actually was over
0: four before he hit that three at the end of the game. Absolutely, and Ivy was one for five before he hit the step back on the last possession. Yeah, Yeah.
1: which let's just talk about that. That is one of the ballsiest clutch shots I've seen. uh, You know, in my time. You know, as a Purdue fan. Yeah you know, for a true freshman to hit a game winner is, is, is great. But to hit a step back three pointer after you haven't shot well at all that game, I mean, or that season, that's, that's, (laughs) I love, I mean, that is, that is all the steroids, like inject me with all of that, right? As a Purdue fan, because it's, it's, it's also,
0: it's, it's what we've been saying for, for Ivy. Well, at least I've been saying for, what about Ivy for a while. It's, he he has those kind of tricks in his bag, like not necessarily the shooting part, but the crossover into the step the, back part. Well, and, he's and always had, right? Just
1: kind of like go get yours, right? Like just go out, you know, get by a dude or, or go out and just get yourself a bucket, right? And we saw that a couple times down the stretch where he would he was driving to the hoop and he was getting you know contact layups. He wasn't necessarily getting the foul calls, but he was driving to the hoop and he was getting the layups to go.
0: Yeah, and, and and. The the other thing I will say about Ivy and and we were discussing this during the game. He's the best and the worst defender on the team at the same time. Like he will go out and play some really actually fundamentally sound, not a lot of fouling on ball defense against pretty good ball handlers and not give him an inch, and then he will just make the most smooth brained rotation.
1: Mm-hmm
0: right, to, to a guy that his guy just passed the ball to, and leave the original man eight feet open for three. And the amount of times we got punished, specifically by, what's his name? Aaron. Aaron, yeah, Aaron's. And, and Washington, because Ivy would just focus so much on getting the ball and just leave his man completely unguarded after having just played great defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it made you want to stick your head through a wall sometimes. I
1: mean, and here's, here's the thing, is, as a team, I mean, Purdue left a lot of guys open for three today, which is still kind of a concern of mine because that's happened a couple times this season now where where teams have shot pretty lights out against us, and part of that is just just not great. Wide defense. open looks. Well, it's just not good rotations right on defense. But, again, a win is a win, and this one obviously is huge for multiple reasons, um, especially after only having the one day off. you like to see at least, you know, the fight that the Purdue showed in this game. Again, they were down pretty much the entire game. I think it was just like in the Michigan State game. That, that ESPN game tracker had had Michigan State favored to win the game the whole time. And then at the very end, just spikes all the way up Purdue, right? With the last second shots. Um, next game is another ranked game later this week. So again, having this road win is huge uh, to, to put under your belt. Yeah, and I think not many gotta... teams can say they've had four game win streaks in the Big Ten this year. It doesn't matter. No, playing, I but... think we got it. We, we got to go
0: get on the the box score just because there is so much to yeah, to no, go uh, through.
1: That was my next. That was my next order of business here. So I mean, Williams, Travion had had a good game. Not his best, but not his worst, right? Especially in limited no. minutes with the foul trouble. 16, uh, 16.7 boards, only two fouls, which and those came early. So. I don't know why he was on the
0: bench so much in the second half, to be brutal.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's some matchup, you know, some matchup specific reason for that. Yeah. Uh but again, good on him for not getting deeper into foul trouble, right? I mean that we've seen that's very easy for him to do. Uh yeah. Sasha had a great game, obviously not the best shooting night, but he was making huge buckets, especially down the stretch. And But he was driving. I mean he flashed some yeah, layup package layups. right there. <laughs> Yeah, Nick's a big, 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 big fan of Sasha's layup package. And the thing is, Sasha does such a good job of that because he knows he's not the most athletic, so he just absorbs contact really well, and he gets fouls. But and his
0: technique buckets. is so good.
1: So he had big buckets in ways that I think people aren't really expecting him, right? Because he's a shooter predominantly. But aside from the late three he had, all his points came from the free throw line or on, on driving layups or floaters. So Stefanovic... Big game from him in this season. Obviously, Ivy with the big shot at the end there. He had a good game, and I would also like to shout out Zach Eady because again, second game in a row where he played solid. Right, eight points, five boards off yeah. the bench, three of five. Still got to work on his free throw shooting. Still got to work on his hands a little bit. But again, I do like the positive forward progress that he's he's had. And there was one bucket in particular that he caught those three passes. Poster, the guy. <laughs> We're talking about different plays, but. The poster was nice, but there was another time where he he got the entry pass. He used like his hips really well to to block at the guy, turn, and then get the nice like easy layup, right? And that's something we hadn't really seen, right? The the graceful post moves, and it was nice to see him finally get. Well, one the post. thing is, it's it's for him. It's you got to make
0: sure that the entry pass is proper, right? It's, mm-hmm. You can't just be flinging in entry passes like you can to Travion and expect that he's just gonna be palming the ball out the air. <laughs> you know, spinning and finishing. To talk about the the post players a little bit, Travion, I will say this, Travion hit all but one, well, ignore the chucked up three at the end of the shot clock, I don't care about that. But, so say he went seven for 12, just for the, ignoring that stupid chuck up three at the end of the shot clock. But he, the only ones he missed were, what I would call, like, very poor shot selection. Like, there was one where he – there were actually two where he sucked in the defense, but I don't know if he was just like, man, I got to lead this team. I got to get this bucket right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like you have two shooters with an acre of space around them, and you're trying to go against three dudes, you know, like you're Dwight Howard. And it's like – I think sometimes eh. he
1: gets gets tunnel vision where he's like, I got to – I got to finish the playoff, right? It fell apart, but I got to finish it. It's like, no, no, no. You got to realize in that situation that, yes, you are the best player on the court, right? On our, on, on offense for Purdue. But you, there's a higher chance of the bucket going in. If you kick it out to somebody and he's such a good passer, you think it would be natural, but sometimes I think he does get like tunnel vision when he's doing post moves or when he's trying to back a guy down where he's like, I got to get the shot up. And it's like, it would probably be a better look if you kicked it out and we tried from three, even if we're not shooting well. But that's, in retrospect, you know, a small critique. Uh, yeah. Another player I'd like to shout out. Zach, uh, not Zach, Aaron Wheeler, right? You look at his stat line and you think, well, he didn't really do a whole lot, right? Two points, five boards, one assist, four fouls. But he's defensively sh- assistant, a huge down- assistance. Down the stretch, I mean, he had essentially the game ceiling play, right, to get the block on Ahrens uh, on the three attempt, right? And he grabbed the board off the miss free throw. He, yeah, he, he's, he was grabbing boards, right? He was playing good defense without fouling at the end. And, like, he, I think he's settling into his role as not the guy that we thought he would be after his freshman year, which was, like, the spot-up shoot guy, right, coming around screens, taking three, you know, five to ten threes a game right he's, he, and driving he's not that guy people. anymore and i think he's realizing that his job is i'm gonna play really good defense i'm gonna make athletic plays right i'm gonna rebound and the good thing is like it's so cliche right but he he's kind of like becoming that evan boudreau where it's like oh he's not necessarily showing up in the stat sheet right clearly but he is impacting the game in more ways than it seems
0: well and, and he's someone we've we've often discuss this that (laughs) if he can accept that he's not going to be scoring and he keeps his shot selection to stuff that he knows he's going to make or stuff that he knows he has a good chance of making he's a guy that I would rather see in that kind of glue guy you're there mostly for defense kind of role that Mason Gill says just because I do think that He does give you more, both offensively and defensively, because not shooting wise necessarily, Mm -hmm. but in every other way. Just because, I mean, he is a more naturally gifted athlete. There's not much anybody can really do about that. He is just a better athlete. Um, Rough night at the office for Brandon Newman.
1: Yeah, I mean, rough night in a row. Not the best performance. And Newman, again, it was like a case of he just didn't shoot the ball. And there were times where he looked kind of just shaky dribbling the ball. So maybe, you know, just good defense yeah. on him I don't I think also
0: hurt. it's we were expecting him to continue the drop 18 points on you know 55% shooting every single night and yeah. it's I
1: mean, that's probably an unrealistic expectation yeah I'm not I'm not worried about Brandon Noon but it but it is again just one of those things yeah. that kind of jumps out at you it's like hey man if Stefanovic can keep driving like that though yeah. Gillis again with it. not a whole lot from Gillis but again he was also in foul trouble the whole game he fouled out he only played 16 minutes um so I'm not super concerned. But again, right? Yeah, mean, from Ivy, he's getting better every game. Obviously. Uh, the the step back three is just so disrespectful. So yeah, and disrespectful. I think that it's And it was also just like It's so I mean, clear like that he's
0: just he has talent. Uh, more talent than most of the other guys. It's just that he kind of has to figure it out well, and he needs a little bit of polish.
1: Well yeah, he's a freshman's, right? So like yeah. he makes Silly decision sometimes. He takes bad shots. That is all totally... Yeah. Well, also, you're you're going from an
0: environment, right, where you... Especially, I think it's different for him than for a guy like Morton or a guy like Newman because those dudes play a lot with technique. Like, even in high school, they were playing a lot of, with technique if you watch their, mm-hmm. their high school tapes. If you watch Ivy's high school tape, that dude was just sitting guys on the floor every single game because they physically could just not touch him. And here... He has to kind of—it's—it's it's a bigger adjustment for him, right? Because it's—he can't just go and tomahawk on people like he did in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Not every possession. And, but I think he's—he's—he's he's, he's coming around to it, and he's really letting his his talent show. Um, I'm gonna be honest—I don't know why Isaiah Thompson is getting more minutes than Ethan Morton. Um, he's so—I know even. He would have to be Carson Edwards offensively to make up for just the defensive liability. It's coming from a Boston fan. It's like when we had IT, and it was like, wow, he scores 30 a game, but it's not even worth resigning him because he's such a net negative defensively. We can't even hide him. It's so bad that we can't even hide him because what do you hide him on? You can't hide him on any guard That has even a modicum of handles because he's gonna get crushed. You can't handle him. You can't hide him on the glue guy defensive dude on the other team because that dude's probably just gonna be bigger than him and body him up, right? It's it's so hard to hide him because he's physically small and he doesn't even like jump passing lanes. So you can't even hide him on like an off ball shooter, like we did Carson. You know
1: his defensive rating, Isaiah Thompson, in this game uh, was one hundred and thirty point three. That's, I mean, that's in, ridiculous. In, in net plus minus, that's minus 30. Well, but it's also, I mean, it's a little ridiculous of a stat in, in a single game sample size just because he only played.
0: Well, what's it for the season?
1: Well, I, I don't have that in front of me. Uh, oh, I apologize. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's in six minutes. I'm not going to actually, yeah. I, I, I take back what I said because that stat is essentially pointless in six minutes. But I mean, you're right. He, I he meant just really watching the game like it's a whole it's... lot on defense. But the, I his, his. He had 12 minutes, by the way. Oh, I sorry, I accidentally clicked the first half uh, yeah, yeah. box. But still, um, I mean, his role on the team is is to be a guy that, if the ball comes in, can put up a shot, and you can feel confident about I bet, it going in. So, yeah,
0: I just think that I just think that. Those twelve minutes can be better spent in other places. If if we need a guy to, to come in and play twelve minutes, right? Because I mean, Morin has a jumper on him, right? I think also at that point you're like, well, Newman only played seventeen minutes, and I know he didn't have a good game, but I'd still rather have more, still have Newman play twenty nine minutes, right? Mm. Because at least defensively he's not as much of a zero. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's 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 easy for us to have this in hindsight, but we've been the reason we say this so strongly. We're not trying to you know backseat drive or anything like that, but we've been saying it for a while, so we just feel more confident in saying it because we consistently get proven correct.
1: But I mean, if if Purdue can in the future shoot better from three, this team is scary, right? I mean, again, oh yeah, you You shoot thirty five percent from three. It's forty eight percent from the field that's including 15 misses from 3, right?
0: Yeah, they they shot almost 70% just from 2.
1: So it's not the it's not the it's not the field goal percentage that concerns us. It's just it's this this it's the extreme hot oh No, in and the, the extreme, paint they were great. Cold. No, it, and it's the extreme hot and the extreme cold shooting from 3 that yeah. concerns me, right? You go from IU you shot 11 of 17, whatever it was, right? You shot horribly against Penn State. You shot horribly against Ohio State, right? It's just like if they can be a little bit more level, right? If they can turn that 5 of 20 into like 8 of 18, 8 of 19 even, right? Like much different game, much different game. And this team is much better if they they can just level that out a little bit. And again, young team. So I expect even still as the season progresses that they will get better as we've seen them get better over just the last couple weeks, clearly.
0: You want to move towards the Michigan game because this is going to be a problem. Perfect segue because
1: (laughs) another – Ranked road game oh, this, uh, later this week again. This so is a tough matchup. seven, Michigan. Now Michigan has been—they're really good, dominant. They're
0: dominant. Really, really good.
1: Uh, they like—they are really destroyed really, really, really Maryland good. tonight, uh, eighty-seven to sixty-three. So clearly they, they beat did. Minnesota they, by twenty-five. Well, the last they <laughs> lost to Minnesota—that was their first loss in the season just the other day—but clearly they did not. That very well because they, I mean, they no. hammered Maryland today.
0: Well, and two days before that, they hammered Wisconsin by another twenty-five. So,
1: um, hmm. where to begin with Michigan? So they have, I mean, they have Hunter Dickinson is probably going to win freshman of the year in the Big Ten. He's outstanding, and he almost yeah, he's to, a monster. He almost to Purdue. So you know, a little, a little, little bitter about that. But that he's aside, a monster. he has been fantastic. I mean, he's been their best player this season statistically, seventeen points a game. Uh, you could argue he's balanced. probably the
0: third-best center in the Big Ten behind Garza and Coburn. I mean, he's a monster.
1: Yeah, I mean, 17-8, and he's averaging a block and a half a game.
0: In 26 <laughs> minutes!
1: Yeah, very
0: Shooting good. 71% from the field and 73% from the line. This dude is a
1: post-machine. Yeah. And then they have, obviously, Isaiah Livers has been there for a couple of years. He's still very good. Yeah, Franz he's Wagner a pure he's shooter. Started. Franz Wagner is very good. They have as Michigan has had the last couple of years. They just and have Shondy Brown. Wing. They always have a super solid big and they always have like two or three very versatile wing players that can do everything. Yep. And same same goes this year. It's, you know, they shoot really well from the field. They shoot really well from free throw line. They can shoot from 3. So well, and they have Mike Smith to kind of you know work the ball around, like, he's kind of their primary. <laughs> yeah, assist Eli guy. Brooks as well. I mean, they've had, I mean, they had as Z- uh, what's his name Xavier Simpson the last couple of years, and someone needed to fill that role, and that's kind of Eli Brooks and Mike Smith. But I'm, I, Purdue, this is tough. Like this is this is this will be a tough game just because of the wing play, right? Like,
0: and Travion is going to have his hands so full defensively. Well,
1: he's going to be the undersized guy yeah. uh, in this matchup. Besides Garza, this is going to be the most polished
0: big we're going to play all season. Because Coburn, yeah, he's a freak, but he doesn't have the technique that these guys do. I mean, it's going to be such a tough matchup. for. It's going to be so hard for us to avoid foul trouble. right? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to sound doom and gloom, but
1: this is such a... It Mismatch. It's such I a mean-
0: poor matchup. It's just such a poor matchup for Purdue. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, you saw what happened when we played Coburn. We do not like playing
1: well, other and, teams and with also, dominant digs. This, this is also another upper class team when you look at Isaiah Livers, Franz Wagner, Eli Brooks, right? They've all been there a couple seasons now, right? So, compared to a team like Purdue, where there it's a are, lot of young guys, it's, you know, the makeup is, is, is yeah. a lot younger. Um, It'll. It, this is going to be a tough game, and especially another road yeah. game. And, and they're literally Michigan is also just like out to show everybody that they're legitimate, right? They hammered. They're trying Maryland. to prove that they're the best team in the country. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean they've hammered multiple teams. They hammered Wisconsin. They hammered Maryland. They hammered Minnesota the first time. Hammered Northwestern. And the thing is, they play
0: good defense too. That's the wild Nebraska. thing. Uh, yeah, they play good de Like they play really good defense. That's the wild thing. <laughs> they they play at a higher pace than Purdue, which is kind of insane. Right, but mm-hmm. they still give up the same amount of points per game while scoring like eight points something more per game. They shoot better from the field. They're one of the few teams in the Big Ten that rebounds better than Purdue.
1: Here's the thing: I said I would say Purdue actually has the in the head-to-head. I like Purdue's chances of rebounding better, even though that guy is seven seven feet tall, purely because Trayvon is such a physical presence on the board. But also, I just knowing livers, right, and players like that. I just think Purdue has a better chance of of beating them on the glass. Now the thing is, will Purdue's three point shooting show up, right? And the that defense concerns me. that concerns me.
0: For me, it's the interior defense. I mean, well, yeah, tra-
1: interior defense has been bad, and every time well, yeah, play because a even good though center, they've punished yeah. us,
0: well, even even though Travion is is a, is a pretty good big offensively, he's not, he's not he's a not good, good defender. No. He's and when and when he has to defend the shop other good centers, he gets in foul trouble. He gets pushed around. He gets annoyed. He gets irritated. He lashes out. He gets in more foul trouble, and it's just a downward
1: spiral. Well, I, I I don't know if I'll go that far as to say he lashes out and gets in more foul trouble like that. I just think he's prone to making silly defensive plays, right? That are are very avoidable. Yeah, I'll say that. But this will be a very difficult game. Purdue will have to play a much 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 better game than they had the last two if they want to even be keep make competitive it competitive in this game, yeah right um because Michigan's gonna score more than 70 points they right?
0: shot 50 percent from three in that game by the way
1: against Maryland tonight or the yeah. first time they played in December no tonight when they beat him by 20 something yeah that's concerning that is concerning. And they don't turn the ball over either, which is
0: wild for how fast they play.
1: It's like most Michigan teams the last couple of years, though. They just yeah. are very... And long. I mean, Isaiah
0: Livers, the thing about Isaiah Livers is that dude is a shooter in every sense of the word. Mm. He can hit from three, he can...
1: He's he's, he's Over
0: extremely... 95% from the free throw line, so you might as well just not even foul him because it's going to be two points and you're just giving yourself no. an extra foul. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Isaiah Livers is, is as all around as it gets. He can shoot, yeah. he can drive, he's athletic, plays great defense, rebounds pretty well. I mean, again, they just that's, that's Michigan the last five to ten years has just been these types of teams where they play really well together, play great team defense, they're super efficient, they shoot really well, they rebound really well. They're hard to beat discipline they're always the to last play.
0: couple of years they've they, I mean they've really just taken their program to another level
1: yeah and a lot of that is credit to John B line but oh yeah um, Juwan Howard has done a good job since taking over but that will it will be a tough game Purdue will need to score more they will need to score more than 70 if they want to be competitive in this game and oh and yeah. then they will have the probably and even them. then it might yeah it's um but you well, know I, I mean hey we've, we've pulled off crazier stuff yeah, I mean, so <laughs> just look at the last couple games clearly purdue has made games on the road uh competitive against against teams that are are better than them on paper so we'll have the recap for that game after the fact uh that's on friday i think it's it's a night game i'm almost positive um we'll have some nba later this week as well so until then we'll see you next time